Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies. You're listening to The Jam Price Show, all about movies, and today my guests are co-writer, director, Nathan Sutton, and co-writer and lead actress, Alicia uh, Renee Sutton, and another lead actor, uh, Nelson Lee. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. And we're going to be talking about this new movie called New Year. Which is I I really a fascinating film, very fascinating movie. So, uh, Alicia and Nathan, since you co-wrote this, why don't you talk a little bit about what the film's about and how this movie came about? Um, well, it started on a cocktail napkin in a bar about six years ago. <laughs> We've um, heard that story before. That's <laughs> yeah. how all the great scripts start. They always start on that cocktail all napkin. That's all we use for the script too. We just pass out. It's the best way. And then if they have a, a drink, then they could just, you know, put their drink on the cocktail napkin. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it was just uh, Elisha and I and another friend. And we came up with an idea for um, something we could make with our friend group. And six years later, we were able to manifest it on screen for all of eternity. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Just the six short years. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how the way the film works. I mean, it's like you, you and, and it's better for the film that way too because if we would have shot the first draft pile of garbage and we wouldn't be sitting here talking to you, it takes uh, quite a bit of time for these things to mold themselves into something worth doing for everybody, even the audience, to, to spend time watching it. And, and part of that was Nelson was involved from the beginning as he's uh, part of our friend group. Or maybe I guess we're probably more part of your friend group. Well, we, we wanted to, <laughs> originally we just wanted to write something because we're all artists and we all have these, you know, special talents. Some of us are cinematographers, other, other, some of us are, you know, actors and um, writers. We just wanted to come together and to make a project that we could all be proud of. And so that's how it started. So we were trying to think of like what we could do together, what kind of movie we'd want to make. And that's, that's pretty much what we went off of. We just thought of our friends and what characters we wanted to see them play. And then we just got to writing and um, yeah, you know, writing is, is fun. It's difficult. It takes time to, to put it together. And then you've got to step back and, and take a break and have life and experience and then come back to the script and see how it changed and how you've changed. And um, we had multiple table readings and sort of honed each character and refined things. And um, yeah, it's, it's the process, you know, it helps to have talented friends. For sure. It does. Well, I think um, it sounds like it's a maturing process, too. It's, you know, it's like exactly where you where your life has moved and traveled in those six years and it helps change and shift the the richness of this movie, actually, I would assume. Yeah. And specifically with a story like this, because we didn't want to pin it down to any time um, place. Yes, because it all takes place in Los Angeles with very specific Los Angeles characters, but uh, we didn't want to uh, be pinned down to any time. And the more time we can add to the screenwriting process, the better the, the story come, becomes. Um, but then at some point, we're like, we got to make this thing enough's enough. Yeah, you can put too many ingredients in the soup after a while, and it yeah. takes away the flavor. <laughs> So, listen, Alicia, tell us, why don't you, so our audience knows what New Year's about, why don't you give us a brief synopsis of what this film's well, about? Well, New Year is about, uh, it's hard to, hard to describe it without getting too much weight, but it's um, it's about a group of friends all getting together on New Year's, and um, the main couple is leaving the next day to New York, and so they're having sort of their last party, their last hurrah, with their closest friends, and you know all those little secrets and things that you don't exactly 
tell each other as friends, but they kind of come out through the night and um, a little chaos ensues. And I will leave it at that. I want to leave it a mystery a bit, you know? Oh, there's a lot of mystery in this movie. <laughs> I love, love, love. There's so many things I loved about the movie. Uh, the, the look and feel of this film um, is timeless. It's definitely timeless. And uh, I love the fact that you decided to shoot it in black and white. And I want to talk more about that and why you chose to do that. But also the music. Uh, the music is just um, f- the, see, the whole movie, but right from the very beginning. It just sets the tone and the mood of this film. So let's talk, uh, Nathan, why you decided to do it in black and white and how uh, the score came about with Graham Reynolds. What a, what a, what a find. What a great score, actually. So tell us a little bit about yeah. that. Graham, uh, Graham made it magical. Um, black and white was always non-negotiable for me. Um, partly because I just love old movies and old cinema, but um, I think it's what this movie needed. Um, and there's a, a Mike Nichols quote where he says that black and white does most of the work for you already because uh, I'm, I'm butchering his quote, but basically black and white makes it so that it's a, it's a metaphor. It shows that the characters aren't real and you know that going into it, that these are uh, representations of people, not actual people. Um, and so... I felt that that was important with this group of, uh, of characters because they're all sort of archetypes of the of the entertainment industry. Um, we have an agent and a writer and an actor and a photographer. Um, and so the, the black and white does a little bit of work for you, and I think it also just draws in a different type of audience. Um, so, you know, you're not going to stumble into New Year thinking you're going to see a Marvel movie, basically. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> And uh, Graham was a friend of a friend through our producer, and uh, we feel so blessed that he came on board because I don't know how he did what he did, but he captured the movie in a way that uh, I had heard in my head but not could not express in any possible way. Um, and when he delivered the final score, I mean, really, he only delivered one score, and I was like, this is perfect. I'm not doing, don't change a thing. Uh, you know, Elisha can vouch for it, but I was in tears just the second I heard it because um, yeah. I, I just don't know how he does what he does but we've never met in person he only had the screening uh, a copy of the movie and i sent him a handful of notes and he came back a couple weeks later with this just unbelievable score it's perfect oh it is it truly is and i hope you are putting it out there so people can purchase it because i would just love to listen to it so i think he's planning on doing that on our release day on twelve fifteen. great Great, great, great. Wonderful, wonderful. So, Nilsson, go ahead. No, you can find Graham on Spotify. He releases all of his uh, his soundtracks on there. He's, he's just one of a kind. Graham Nelson on Spotify, everybody. You wanna, you definitely want to check this out because it is an amazing score. Nelson, how did you get attracted to this project? Uh, well, um, I've been friends with these two for over a decade. And so when they first kind of, uh, this project kind of was uh, ruminating in their minds and they had written it down on the cocktail napkin, uh, we did a lot of table reads and I was um, a part of it with them. And just kind of, it's the great thing about the group of people that we have. We're all creative. We're all, uh, and we all love working together. And that's the great thing. They brought us together and we just pitched in and helped doing table reads and development. And, you know, six years later, we find ourselves in this beautiful house shooting this film so it's yeah it was a it was a wonderful thing to be a part of especially seeing something from the beginning uh and then finishing at the end together uh that's uh it's a rare thing yes. and Nelson, 
always, um, you know, when I said we were we were thinking about something to make with our friends, Nelson was probably the first person that we wanted to make something with. And he's so talented and he's sort of blowing up right now. Not sort of, but he is blowing up right now, doing tons of amazing movies and things. And thank God we got to got to make some beautiful art with him before he takes off and we can't afford it anymore. <laughs> Just like his character in the film. <laughs> Except let's hope it doesn't, we won't give anything away. Anyhow, so what else are you doing, Nelson? <laughs> now that Alicia has uh, let the cat out of the bag, what things are you, can you talk about which, some of your upcoming um, projects? But I'm still working on uh, the CW show Stargirl and uh, have a couple of things coming up in the new year. But uh, yeah, just slugging away as always. <laughs> good, 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 good. So what was it like writing together? Have you written anything together before, uh, Alicia? Yes, Nathan and I um, have written written many, 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 many projects together. And um, we have a very, I think, solid writing style together because we both have the same sort of um, aesthetic and sort of vision, but then we approach things differently. I always say that Nathan is sort of like the cupcake and then I come in with the toppings, you know, the sprinkles and, and all the deliciousness. Not that <laughs> what you do is not delicious. I'm just a fatty flower. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, that we're married and, you know, writing can be tough because when you're with a writing partner, you can just not agree on certain things. And, you know, we're, we're married by contract and by our children. And so we have to work it out. If, if you write something that I don't like or I write something he doesn't like, we just have to be brutally honest and share that with each other. And then, you know, maybe it turns into an argument or a fight, but we have to make up. We live in the same house and we'll get through it and, and figure out how to tackle it, and make it better and make it work for both of us and also coming from the male and female perspective you know I think that is really important for each character because that was something that we talked about with this film is like you could be any race any um, you know gender for any of the roles in in our script and it wouldn't matter Coppola has a a quote where he says the hardest part about making a movie is making sure everybody's making the same movie Um, and that starts with the writing especially if you're going to have a writing partner and we have both um, I would say struggled with other writing partners when we were younger and um, once we gave it a shot together it was sort of just clicks because like she said we have the same taste uh, the same aesthetic and that therefore we're making the same movie which is really difficult to do uh, the more ingredients you start to add exactly I just interviewed Eleanor Coppola right before you Ooh. Yeah, so that's cool. quite quite an honor. Yeah, <laughs> so just you know, now that you brought Coppola up, uh, <laughs> so what was it like? Was this the first time you've directed your wife, or, and what is that? process like for the two of you and you can both answer that question no i mean uh, we start the directing process every morning uh, <laughs> get up make my coffee <laughs> i just supervise we all know that's uh, not i'm the mom i tell him go get this go get this. <laughs> um, no this is our second film um autumn wonder was our first film and we both acted in that and so uh i i, I had to direct her through that um it's it's not difficult because we know each other. You know, we we're both actors, and so we're running our uh, our auditions at home together all the time. And we know each other's abilities and our limitations, and um, it gives us a shorthand to be able to communicate. I think the more difficult part is just keeping the boundaries uh, on set in a way that you know is comfortable for everybody. Because uh, you know you want to go hug your wife, but it's like can't do that anymore. You'll get fired. <laughs> <laughs> 
take? No, I mean, it's just, you know, it's to gift to make a movie and to um, mm-hmm. have the support of everyone there. I mean, it's just, and for some reason on this movie, it was just magical. Like everybody was there to do their part and to make it the best movie they could make it from wardrobe to the makeup people to all the actors to our crew and our amazing um, executive producer, John Bacardo and, and Derek. It was just beautiful. And then to get to watch my husband sort of steer the ship and um you know it's at, at home it's one dynamic and on set it's just i don't know it's really just a great experience to to see him sort of shine in the thing that he loves to do and watch him do it so beautifully and gracefully and um make everybody comfortable and he really sets the tone like i think one day he came and he read uh before we started shooting he read something i don't know if it was a poem or something he read in a book but he just set the tone to make it super comfortable and 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 just a team effort you know and um, I think that starts with him as the director. And, and I think anyone, part of the movie would say the same thing. It was just, um, yeah, so it made me really proud, you know. And then we're back home and I'm like, get to work, buddy. <laughs> Take out the trash. <laughs> yeah, in a, in a different way. But, you know, when you're on set, it's professional and you realize, you know, oh, my goodness, like we, this is like what we want to do with our lives. And um, and it's just a different, you know, it's fun to step out after being parents and, and get to do something that is artistic and that. We, um, is our passion. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's wonderful. Spoken like a true loving wife. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful the way you said it. So, it, really, very much so. So that you can feel the the love between the two of you, and that's lovely. Nelson, for you, what was the um, most challenging part of filming this, and what, and how long was the shoot actually? Too. Um, I mean, how long was the shoot? It was like three weeks, or we had uh, we had fifteen days. Like three of them were rehearsal because this is a it was a choreography between the camera and the actors, um, and then we only had twelve days to shoot. Wow, that's intense. Yeah, I mean, but you know, the great thing is, Nate had done so much work beforehand; like he had everything mapped out exactly. Because there's a lot of, I mean, the beauty of some of the difficult uh, camera moves you don't really see it as the viewer. But we see it like they, we had the, the camera, the, our amazing DP Michael Lagrich had everything on remote heads and because he, he needed to follow us but not take up room inside. So we're walking there in another room controlling things uh, remotely. And so as an actor, that was actually very easy because of all the work that uh, Nate had done beforehand, mapping it out. So we just had to go in, hit our marks. And the great thing, too, working with your friends is we all have a shorthand. We all yes. already have a connection. The work is kind of done and and the great thing is it's an amazing thing as an actor to have that freedom to just go and have fun. I know that's what you're always supposed to do, but right. uh, once you cut to the chase with this stuff and, you know, you can get to the heart of things so much quicker. It was, it was, a, it was a weird way to shoot it, too, because we were just all sort of trapped in this house. And, uh, most of the crew was huddled up in one room, and it's just the actors and the camera on a dolly following them around. So it was like, it was like probably being Big Brother or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, final scene in the, in the film, too. We're all, you know, because it's uh, these beautiful sweeping shots. And we're all just, like, flat out on the ground hiding. Let's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, not give away the, the magic of the, of the movie. Oh, no, you know? it's <laughs> Yeah, really. <laughs> Let's talk about the house, because the house is a big part of this film, too. So uh, tell us about uh, this house and how it came about and, and how shooting there was, how, how was, uh, that was for you, the process of shooting there. Yeah, uh, it's, again, sort of the magic of independent cinema. I 
played on the same baseball team for about a decade here in LA. And one of the guys on my team had bought that house. Um, and he was renting it out to some other productions. And I spoke to him about the idea of us doing ours there. And we had a very limited window between when they were doing, they were remodeling the house to when they were going to move in. And we snuck our movie into that window. Um, and it, it's, it's just, you can see it on screen, but it's just this new, beautiful, timeless home that uh, it can be found in some pockets of L.A., which I think adds to um, what you were saying, but it adds to the black and white of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. if, we, if we try to put this in a modern home, it just doesn't get the same right. feeling that, that this house does. And it, it, it definitely becomes another character in the film. It does. And for me, um, I didn't think those kinds of homes existed in L.A., to be honest with you. I had, for me, it was more, I'm from the East Coast originally. I've lived all over the country, but East Coast. And it had an East Coast feel for me. That kind oh, of, so the, just that the house did and the way you filmed it also. And and it also did, obviously, when I'm watching it, um, had the feel of a stage play. So let's, you know, talk about that, too. Um, I think, I think it's not accidental, but it certainly wasn't purposeful. We've been influenced by, we're all actors to start, so we've been influenced by, you know, the the great American plays of the 1950s that sort of go into what we would study in acting class. Um, And so as writers, we're more attracted to what turns us on as actors. And so I think that's where the play element comes into it. Um, And so it never was set out to be a play, but when you put us um, After we made the movie, we're like, we watched it and we're like, this is a play. Yeah. Like, this needs to be a play and and we're hopeful. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's going to go backwards. Most plays get turned into movies and go the opposite. Exactly. Exactly. So, are you, so there there are plans for you to perhaps make this into a play? Yeah, we're just waiting for Bill Broadway to call us and let us know where we're Well, good. We'll keep our fingers crossed on that. <laughs> no, it no, it really should be. I mean, I'm. Well, I've said this a million times on the show. I studied acting in New York a million years ago, and um, and lived in New Jersey. So I used to go to the theater all the time. I was in North New Jersey, and um, and then I lived in New York for a period of time. So theater is very near and dear to my heart. And say, so seeing this film, I went, "Oh, this is this is a play," you know. And I went to see, look to see if it had been a play first, and and it had not. So I was surprised. So it definitely yeah, it has a, a, a Virginia Woolf feel to it. Yes, exactly, one hundred percent. That's what came to mind when I was watching it. That's exactly what came to mind. Nathan and I hadn't seen Virginia Woolf and Nathan um, had told me, you know, many times about how he wanted to shoot the movie. And then we found ourselves one day, happened to be watching, so we have a Criterion collection, and we happened to be, or was it Turner Classic? We have both of those. It was one of them. And, <laughs> Tomato tomorrow. Yeah, we, we happened to be watching, it was on, and... and and we were like, oh, my God, I've never seen this. And I've never seen this either. We watched it. And Nathan was like, this is how I want to shoot the movie. This is crazy. And it was everything that was already, you know, in his. So, um, and you had not seen it before? No. No, not before we started. Uh, not, not before we had an idea of what we wanted to do with the movie. That's amazing. That really is amazing because, as I said, that was the first thing that came when I was watching. I said, "Oh, this definitely reminds me of uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia." And then I just Wolf. studied it instantly and decided to rip off Mike Nichols. Every there time. you go. You know, you were t- you were <laughs> quoting him earlier. <laughs> I mean, there's a line in the movie where we say that uh, 
who did the play? It was Nichols. That's our little nod to, to him. And we also have uh, a picture of um, Liz Taylor in the movie, too, sort of hiding back there. Uh-huh. There's, there's a couple yeah, little homages couple little, to uh, uh-huh. Virginia What yes. do they call that um, when you do things like that? There's a there's a name for Just that. Homage. Huh? An homage. Or an homage. Movie. There was an homage, but there's some other, when they put little things like that in a film, I thought there was, an, there was another name. But oh, anyway. the, uh, Easter egg. Easter eggs. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. Easter eggs. Yeah. So. so Nathan, what? So okay, you knew them, and you uh, you knew Nathan and Elisha, and you were part of the table reads and the early process of developing this. How for you was the the how did it evolve and change for you over the six years of this process? Um, Is that for Nelson? For me, for me Nelson. I'm sorry, Nelson. I'm sorry. Oh, I no, meant yeah, Nelson. Sorry. I meant Nelson. I apologize. All the time, I say Nelson. I, I get <laughs> oh, good. I don't feel bad. <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess, you know, just as people, we, we grow over six years and things change and, um, you know, there's things that change in your, all of our lives within those six years. So it just enriches the character. So, you know, when we started out, there's a lot of things that hadn't happened yet. So by the time we were shooting it, I was a different, not completely, but quite different. Our careers were different. Our, our lives were different. Our families had changed. Like all those things add those dynamics. So when we're speaking, there's a great scene that I, I, uh, I love that I'm doing with my a great friend Neil Jackson and we're speaking about things that are very very actually true and close to real life um, and that's what made that scene so powerful mm-hmm. and and just lovely to do it's it's I know you can say it's cheating like oh we're just doing the same no it's close too close to you but it's I think all acting should be like that it should be very very close and you find the things that are you and you know right. to have six years to imbue into a character that's a great thing yeah. they also you know, we, we knew who the key cast members that we wanted to have with us and they stuck with it through all the table reads and they helped massage the script uh, to get it to be what it was today. Um, yeah, they gave their ideas. And- it, it wouldn't be what it is without them telling us this sucks and you need to change this. This part's great. Let's keep this in. And it, uh, it helps just bring the whole thing to life. Well, let's talk about the cast because it is a great cast. And obviously, it, you know, the whole thing, as you say, it wouldn't work without, you know, the, the chemistry between each of the actors in this. Um, Timothy Murphy, who when he, he may not be a common Timothy V. Murphy, uh, may not be a common name, but as soon as I saw him, I know I've seen him and many other yeah. things in the, yes, in the yeah, past. He's that actor. He's like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He's really good. I love him. He's a great actor, too. I thought he was wonderful he's, in this. He was great, and uh, I think this is a very different role for him. He's usually playing the uh, the villain right off the bat. You know where he is, and he's carrying a gun. And, uh, and this was just different for him yeah. to sort of step into. I mean, if you know Tim, he, he shows up to set every day in a, in a pair of jeans, boots, and a motorcycle. And that's just the dead opposite of uh, who this character was. So it was fun for it was fun for me to get to know him while doing the movie and seeing how drastically he di- different he was than, than the character we got on the day. Well, he's, yeah, right. Go ahead. he's also um, he's also just very very likable and very charming and I mean I I really really enjoyed doing um, the one on one scenes we had together because he's just fun and he plays and he's you know he's an actor's actor he'll he'll play you know sort of these acting games with me off you know when we're not you know when we're rehearsing and stuff and and it's fun you know he, he was really really fun to work with he's it's a tough character to cast um our cast director we had a lot of talks about who we we're going to be able to put in this role and that character he's the ringleader if you don't believe that everyone will fall in love with this guy because of his charm and his creativity the rest of the movie falls apart because mm-hmm. it's just about 
he has to have this uh, this magnetic presence to him that draws everybody else in, um, which definitely sets has up the rest of the film. But without that element, nothing else clicks. Um, and so it was a very, very difficult role to, to cast. Well, he does a great job with it. Okay, we, our time is up. Where can people watch New Year? Um, we open in New York and L.A. on December 15th. Um, we're, I just found out this morning we're hitting a bunch of other cities starting the first and second week in January. And then in early 2022, we'll be on VOD, but we don't have those details quite yet. Great. Well, everybody seek out New Year. It, it, it's just, it, it's a, it, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating film. So thank you It'll all be for new, being, uh, go ahead. The new New Year tradition movie. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am at, we're running your show on New Year's, by the way, <laughs> because of that. So, well, thank awesome. you all for being on the show. It's a pleasure and I wish you much success with New Year. And I look forward to having you back on the show with your next movie. Always. Thank, thank you. you. Thank You're you. very welcome. If you have missed any of the Jam Price shows all about movies, you can go to my website, thejampriceshow.com or listen wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, the iHeart Podcast Network, Apple, Spotify, YouTube. Go to my YouTube channel and subscribe. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at thejampriceshow.com. Thank you all for listening. Jan Price talks to the movers and shakers in the film business. The Jan Price Show, all about movies.